0: Hey, beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast of Everything Beautiful with Kim. And I am your host, Kim Williams. On this podcast, we are going to talk about everything beautiful. We're going to talk about how to beautify our inside. And we're going to talk about how to look beautiful on the outside. I got you, girl. So let's go right in and let's talk about it. Everybody out there, it is Motivational Inspirational Monday, and I am so so excited to share another motivational and inspirational message that can help you to be beautiful from the inside out. Um, you know, a lot of times it's when we go through trials, y'all, and we go through tribulation sometimes, is when we are actually broken and we are, um, you know, just uh, made the most beautiful. And sometimes it's hard to understand. It's just like, you know, um, when we're going through different situations, what God is trying to do in and through us or what he's trying to make us become. So it's all about becoming, y'all. It's all about becoming and discovering the true you, which is really from the inside. And um, so this message today is all about Trusting God when we don't understand. Trusting God when we don't understand. And um, I'm not going to talk a whole lot. Um, I just want to go right into the message and let the message speak to you. All right, let's go right on in. So on today's topic, um, as I had share it with you in the introduction is going to be uh, trusting God when we don't understand. Trusting God when we don't understand. We all will encounter uh, many of life's difficulties here on this earth. The longer you live, uh, the more uh, circumstances that you will definitely, definitely encounter in your life and um you know th- some of those circumstances can be sickness in your body um uh, it can be you know some type of affliction uh in your body and you're wondering like god like why right then you know you might have a financial crisis go through a financial crisis and it's like god why, right? How about losing a job? You've been on a job for 20, 30 years and now basically what they're doing is they're downsizing and they are pretty much, you know, the ones that have been there the longest are the ones that they are letting go. And you're like, what am I going to do with my life now? Where is God? How about when you're coping with wayward children, like your your children, you've raised them, you know, um, the best that you know how to raise them in a godly manner. And then they just decide, you know, to um to go or live life in a whole different lifestyle than what you had um raised them uh to um to be or to to practice um you know their faith, their um, their choice of, you know, companionship, uh, and and the list is endless. You know, when we're talking about our children and decisions that they may make, you know, as especially as they become adults, um, and but regardless of how old they are, they still weigh heavy on your heart. If you are a true parent, it doesn't matter how old they are they are still going to be your babies. And how about when you're watching a family member uh, deteriorating from, um, from drug abuse, you know, and you just want to, you really want to just snatch them up and, you know, and shake them and like, wake up, wake up. But regardless of what you say, you know, what you try to do, uh, things that you try to um, to share with them, and there's still it's just going in one ear and out the other. Where is God? Where is God? And then ultimately, the inevitable of when we lose a loved one, and it's just like God. Like, really, where are you? Like, why is this happening to me? Why have you allowed this to happen to me? Why? Why? You know, so we all have those questions. And I'm sure we have found ourselves in one or two of those scenarios or even more. And maybe a scenario that I have not even listed. The bottom line is again, we are all going to encounter life's circumstances, and it's not going to feel good. (laughs) It's not going to feel good. But believe it or not, the answer to surviving all of these life's battles or circumstances, uh, whatever you want to call them, is actually trusting God when we don't understand. And I know sometimes that can be easier said than done right? You know, we hear the cliche, you know, people tell you, oh, trust God, oh, trust God, just trust God. (laughs) You know, but sometimes it really, 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 it does not, uh, you know, uh, boils down to be as easy as just trust God, trust God. As much as our hearts want to do just that, sometimes you know, it's still, it's very, very difficult to just let go and let God. But I can tell you at the end of the day, I know it's hard to to do just that, to trust God. But what I've learned in many, many, many of my hard trials and tribulations and the loss of my son being the main one, that I had to endure in my years of living on this life I believe right now is when my son went on home to be with the Lord and I had to trust God even when I didn't have all of the answers even when it just didn't make sense it just it just I just could not understand why 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 But, you know, I came to a conclusion, y'all, that I could continue the rest of my life to ask God the question, why God? Why me? Why this? Why now? Why did it have to be this way? Why, 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 why? Or I can make a decision to say, God, even though I don't understand, I'm going to trust you. And needless to say, that was the decision that I made, is to trust God, even though I don't understand his plans all the time. We love it when we when God gives us those beautiful plans and He shows us that we're going to, you know, be successful in something new, He shows us that we're going to build something. He shows us that we are going to do something great for Him, and we can rejoice in those type of circumstances and those type of uh, blessings, you know, that He's going to bestow on us. But when we are blindsided by the difficulties of life, and it just comes out of nowhere, can we still trust the same God that is on the mountain? Can we trust the same God that will be in our valleys? I can tell you from personal experience that I've experienced the mountaintop experiences where God has done great mighty things through my life. And then I can also tell you now from experience that he's the same God in the valley as the God on the mountain because I trusted him. I trusted him. And I just want to leave some scriptures with you, and I just want to give you a couple of see, I'm like a, a a person that like to help you implement things in your life right now, like immediately. And how I basically, when I say trust God, and I want to give you some, some steps, I want to give you some actions to take, okay, um, to start that process of Trust in God in whatever your circumstances. I mean, whatever your circumstances. And even if there are circumstances, some circumstances that you may have caused yourself or brought on yourself. You know, there's times when we go through sicknesses in our bodies and, you know, it could have been something that, you know, that we may have done. Like we, you know, have not been taking care of our bodies and, you A lot of times we want to blame everything on God, but God gives us choices and we have to become better stewards of the things that God gives us, our money, our finances. I mean, we may have been bad stewards, you know, and just not planning right. And, you know, and and now we find ourselves in financial difficulties. Uh, Or how about, you know, if, you know, a person was to uh, go through a divorce, and you know they may have been the one that actually initiated the, the 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 divorce through infidelity, regardless of what the circumstance may have been, and you find yourself at this crossroad of having to make a decision. It is here, it's done, I'm, I'm you know, or it's at my door right now. Whatever I'm going through. You still have to come come to the decision-making that I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust God. And I just want to say to the person that, you know, where some afflictions or financial difficulties, a divorce, you know, even your children being wayward could have been because of the way that you may have raised them. Nevertheless, what I want to say to you, okay, first of all, that there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Okay. Sometimes we are going to make mistakes. We all, there is absolutely no one that's exempt from making mistakes, making wrong decisions. Absolutely no one. If it was, we would not have needed a savior. Okay. But each and every one of us needs a savior because each and every one of us are going to mess up in some kind of way. But the good news is, is that God has given us his word and he has given us so many precious promises in his word that basically guarantees us and assures us that even if we made mistakes of our own and we blame it on God, God is big enough. (laughs) And most of all, y'all, he's merciful enough to say, okay, I get it. You can blame it on me. I can take it. But at the end of the day, regardless of the blame, God understands his children. And he understands that we are human, though we Our spiritual beings in these earth suits. Um, Sometimes we allow our human side of us, we allow our soul, soulish self to pretty much dictate our lives until we have an aha moment that realizing that, you know, I cannot do this in myself, that I need God. I need a supreme being that's greater than I. I need the almighty that is greater than I and who knows the perfect plans for my life. And when we surrender to that, then we can begin to walk in some of these principles or actions or steps that I want to tell you today. But again, I just want to reassure the person that have made mistakes. I've made many and I had to rely on this word, just like I'm telling you all, First John 1 and 9 is one of the scriptures that I want you to hold fast to. And 1 John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So even when accusations and condemnation and things, you know, um, come to our minds or our hearts, Even from other people, you know, if we'd done anything wrong, said anything wrong, if we just was not good stewards of our bodies, our finances, our, our, our anything, our anything that God has given us. Um, And if we have not been, you know, good stewards over it and, you know, things went, uh, went wrong, God still wants you to know that he's not a God that condemns you. He convicts us to do things right, but he doesn't never, ever, ever condemn us. And he softly and gently, you know, convicts us and nudges us to, you know, to do things right and to get things back on track. So I just want to reassure someone that God is not mad at you. God is in love with you and he's not punishing you. (laughs) He is not punishing you for the mistakes that you've made. He knew that you were going to make the mistakes that you made. And he made an allowance for that. And he he made provisions for, you know, those mistakes that we were going to make. Hebrews 10 and 17 is another scripture I want you to hold fast to in your heart. And it says, then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. So God is such a merciful God that, like I said, even times when we cause things to happen in our own lives, and even in those times when we just was blindsided, don't know where it came from. In any circumstance, God is still the same God, and he extends the same mercy to each of us. And he is a forgiving God. And so That is why I love him, y'all. That is why I love God, because he's such a merciful God. He's such a forgiving God. He's such a kind God. And I just want you to understand that you can trust him, even when you don't understand why, why you're going through what you're going through. I want to leave a couple of things with you, a couple of thoughts, a couple of actions that you can take and begin to, like I said, begin to just implement this in your life, starting today. The first thing that I want you to do is know that you are loved by God. Again, like I said, when the accusations come and uh, the accuser of the brethren, which is Satan, you know, that accuses you of, of, of things you've done wrong or Even when you go through some things and you don't understand why, why am I going through this? Why is this happening to me? And the enemy will still accuse you even for that and make you think that you still were the cause of the problem. But the devil is a liar, like I always say, y'all. And the key thing is, even in the midst of that, know that when your heart condemns you, that God is greater than your heart. That's a scripture that's found in the epistle of John. I can't quite put my finger on the address of it, but you can always Google it. Just that scripture that says, when your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart. God is greater than your heart. So we sometimes even condemn ourselves, but God wants you to know that he's he's not condemning you ever. And even when you condemn yourself, God says, I'm even greater than that because I love you. So that's number one. We got to know that we are loved by God no matter what, no matter what we go through in this life. We are loved by God. Number two, we want to always pray. And I know there are times You know, this can be a little cliche-ish too when people, oh girl, just pray. Oh man, just pray. You know, just pray, pray about it, pray about it. Well, there's been times, let me tell you something. There's been times where I have been so broken that I could not pray. Anybody been there? There's been times where I could not pray. But even in that, the word of God tells us in Romans 8 and 26, I believe it is, where it talks about how the spirit of God makes moaning and groanings on our behalf. So he's like, I even got you in those times. Even when you don't know when to pray, even when you don't know how to pray, even when the pain is so great that you can't utter a prayer. He's like, I even got you in that circumstance. glory to God. Mm, I feel the Holy Ghost. He loves us so much that he even make provision for us y'all when we can't even utter a prayer. And you know, sometimes if your prayer, a lot of times, you know, we think that we have to have these long drawn out prayers in order for God to hear us. We have to pray the scriptures. Guess what? If you are a new Christian, if you was just born again, 30 seconds ago and you don't know a scripture, but you got a circumstance going on 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 going in your life and all you know to say is help God. Help me God. That's a prayer. That's a prayer. So number one, we have to know that we are loved by God. Number two, we have to know that prayer is an answer. That God is, wants us to pray unto him. And even when it's difficult, when we can't pray, just say, God, help me. I don't even know what to pray. And the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit will make utterances unto heaven for you. And then number three is reading the word. And again, like I said, I know when it's difficult and you don't even feel like picking up a word. You don't feel like picking up a Bible. You don't feel like hearing anything about the word. But can I tell you, I strongly, strongly stress in circumstances such as that. Please, I have from my own experience, y'all, when I didn't feel like picking up a word, when I didn't feel like praying, what I would do is I was smart enough to know is that I needed to keep the word circulating. So I would have, you know, TBN on, you know, uh, the Trinity Broadcast Network or Daystar or any of the Christian networks that you listen to that has the word 24-7, just, you know, just somebody preaching or somebody singing or somebody teaching, keep the word on. Keep the word on because believe it or not, subconsciously, it's still going. It's still getting into you because faith comes by hearing and hearing the, hearing the word of God. So you want to definitely, definitely get the word in you by picking it up yourself. But I understand there's times where you might not even be able, have the strength to pick it up yourself. In those times, let somebody else speak it to you. Let somebody else pray it over you. Let somebody else get it in you. So those are three things. And I know it seems like these are just so typical. These are, you know, um, it's like, I already know this. I should know this. But guess what? Can I tell you? We need to constantly be reminded of the foundational things. Sometimes we want to get so deep in, you know, the things of God that we forget, you know, it's those foundational things that brought us through and it's going to be those foundational things that's going to continue to bring us through. So those are a couple of things that I want to leave with you on today that you can begin to implement in your life starting today. If you're going through, you know, uh, any circumstance that is hard for you right now, first of all, know that God loves you. Number two, pray. If it's just help me, God, pray. And then number three, read the word or listen to the word. Even one, one, one last one, two, y'all. You know, uh, I don't know how I can figure this one. Worship. Just keeping your house full of worship music, inspirational music is also another key. You know, that's, that's what I always do whenever I'm going through something and I just can't understand it. You know, I can't put language to it. A lot of times I'll just put on my worship music, sometimes just instrumental and just be still. So worship and just be still, just be still. And I promise you, I promise you, if you start to put these things into action, I promise you that you will get through whatever you're going through. So I leave you with this today. God is a very present help in your time of trouble. And know that you can trust God even when you don't understand God. God bless you. and. Until we talk again, be bold, be beautiful, be you. And any of my men listening, be handsome, be bold, be you. Bye-bye. Hey, lady. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast, Everything Beautiful with Kim. I hope you were able to take something away from this episode on today. Rather, you're listening to a motivational, inspirational message on a Monday, or if you're listening to How to Improve Your Outer Appearance Thursday, what I want you to do is begin to apply what you have learned on today to your life. And if you need some additional help of learning how to be beautiful from the inside out, I want you to go over to my website, Inside Out Beauty. There you're going to find that I have a number of courses that you can actually take and you can go a little bit deeper if you are trying to enhance your beauty from the inside, if you need any inner healing, if you need some things that just needs to be changed in your life, then I have some courses that can help you to do that. And if you are also interested in learning how to improve your outer appearance. I also can help you with that as well. So I am so excited and I am glad that we had this time together. And again, if you are enjoying this uh, podcast, please feel free to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. And all you have to do is just click the link that says support, or you can click the button that says support. So I am so glad that we had this time together once again. And until we talk again, girl, remember this, be bold, be beautiful, be you. Talk to you again. Have a magnificent day. God bless. Bye-bye.